Hello there, I'm Brandon Julian, the host of the Update Podcast, and hopefully you're enjoying your weekend. We have been banished from new episodes until Monday, but much like celebrity Jeff hoaxes, we will be popping up intermittently until then. While you can still hear new episodes of the Update every weekday, on weekends we will be looking into our archives from the past three years. In the past three years, we've covered a lot, both good and bad. Now, I don't want anybody to panic, because uh, while I might sound a little bit differently in our archived episodes, just with really better microphone quality and occasional co-hosts, know that we'll be back to new episodes on Monday. So again, enjoy the rest of your weekend. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You don't have any more of your weekend. (laughs) We'll see you on Monday, and in the words of Roger Grimsby and Bill Butel, hoping that your news is good news, I thank you very much for joining me. Enjoy our archived episodes all weekend. Good luck. Be safe. Please be well, take care of each other, and we'll see you back here for a new episode of The Update on Monday. You're listening to The Update with Brandon and Julian on New York's only EDM station. This is 90.3 WKRB, Kingsborough Community College, Brooklyn, New York. Good afternoon. On the late edition of the update this Tuesday, developing story leads off. Just hours after service was restored following a water main break, seven buildings at the Taft Houses in East Harlem are without water again. We'll have the latest details. In the Harvey Weinstein case earlier on CBS This Morning, One of the women that Weinstein was convicted of sexually assaulting said that the verdict made her feel grateful to be heard and believed. Hundreds of people in the suburbs have gathered to say goodbye to a suburban library guard who was stabbed to death while on the job, while the suspect in the case has been indicted on a murder charge. There's a Bronx Supreme Court judge that has now granted a protective order for Yankees outfielder Brett Gardner against a fan. Do guns and drinks really mix? An Ohio man is now arguing that having a few too many at home shouldn't make handling one's own firearm illegal. And could this be the next secret to human survival? According to biologists at the University of California, Irvine, the veggie-loving, monkey-faced prickleback fish could be the new white meat. This is the update on the day of the South Carolina Democratic Debate, Tuesday, February the 25th, 2020. From WKRB's World Headquarters in New York, this is the update with Brandon Julian. And good afternoon, everyone, at 3 o'clock on this Tuesday afternoon. I'm Brandon Julian. Thank you so much for joining us. We have a lot of news to get to this afternoon. We are going to begin out in East Harlem for a developing story. Just hours ago, a water service was returned to several houses, seven buildings, I should say, at the Taft Houses following a water main break. 
Well, now those same buildings are without water again. According to WABC, a new break is affecting service at seven buildings at the Taft Houses. Plumbers and NYCHA's emergency management team, among others, are on site and working to resolve this issue. A water truck is also on site and water stations are in the process of redeployment. You may remember just on Sunday, an 8-inch water main ruptured, leaving nine buildings in the complex without water. Service was quickly enough restored to six of the buildings, but close to 1,000 people were left without heat, water, and hot water until just this morning. Officials have not yet given a timetable for when this new break will be repaired. We'll give you any new details on this developing story when we recap our top stories a little after 3.30 this afternoon. WKRB News Time is now 3.01. Our top local stories today is the fallout from the Harvey Weinstein uh, conviction that we told you about yesterday. On CBS This Morning, uh, one of the women that Weinstein was convicted of sexually assaulting said today that the verdict made her feel grateful to be, quote, heard and believed. Mimi Haley said uh, today that there's, quote, another layer of processing when a victim is assaulted by someone that the person knows. Weinstein faces a possible sentence of years in prison after a jury, of course, convicted him of sexually assaulting Haley and an aspiring actress back in 2013. The president also weighed in, saying today that he never liked Weinstein because he gave money to Democrats and called his conviction, quote, a great victory for women. From the accusers, we now turn to the prosecutors in the case. They're hailing the conviction of Weinstein as a watershed moment in the hashtag MeToo's, MeToo movements' reckoning over sexual misconduct. But some are believing that it's too soon to know how much the legal landscape is shifting in sexual assault cases. Sonia Asario, the president of the National Organization for Women's New York chapter, says that the verdict is relief for Weinstein's many accusers. What she says, though, our society won't be, quote, magically transformed by one case alone. Weinstein's lawyers have vowed to appeal his conviction on the charges of rape and sexual assault. WKRB News Time is now 3.03. The many accusers of uh, Harvey Weinstein, of course, they uh, expressed a flood of mixed emotions as they watched from afar when the landmark verdict was announced. Many of them were relieved that the disgraced mogul would not go unpunished and some of them had feared. They were disappointed, though, that he was acquitted on the most serious charges, two counts of sexual predatory assault. Most of all, though, they expressed gratitude to the fellow accusers who had summoned the bravery to testify and to the jury that believed them. Actress Mira Sorvino declared that he would, quote, rot in jail as he deserves while accuser Caitlin Delani said that it felt as if, quote, the sky is blue again. Of course, the 
reaction to this case is nowhere close to being over. On to some of the other news of this Tuesday, and it was a tragedy in Brooklyn this morning. The NYPD said that a 10-year-old girl was struck and killed by a school bus. A police spokesman said that the girl was crossing a street in the East New York section around 6.45 this morning when she was hit by a bus as it was making a right turn. The child was taken to Brookdale Hospital where she was tragically pronounced dead. Police say that the bus driver remained at the scene and has not been charged with a crime. WKRB News Time is now 3.05. The generic drug maker Malinkrot has announced a $1.6 billion deal to settle lawsuits in its faces over its role, of course, in the national opioid crisis. The company announced the deal today, saying it has agreement with most states and lawyers representing local governments suing it. The English company, of course, is one of the highest volume opioid producers in the U.S. and is seeking bankruptcy protection as part of the deal. The deal also comes as more disputes have become public in some other companies' efforts to settle opioid suits. We told you about another example of that yesterday. Up in the Hudson Valley, we go now to Germantown, where state police there say that four students and a driver suffered some minor injuries in a school bus rollover accident. Troopers say the five injured people were sent to a local hospital this morning, and the rest of the students were taken to the Germantown Central School District Complex, which is about 35 miles south of Albany. Police, however, did not release any further details about the accident. WKRB News Time is now 3.06. In Spring Valley yesterday, hundreds of people gathered to say goodbye to the suburban library guard who was stabbed to death while on the job, while the suspect has now been indicted on a murder charge. At a homegoing service for Sandra Wilson that was held yesterday, Her relatives said that she loved her job at the Finkelstein Memorial Library in Spring Valley. Police say 25-year-old Blanchard Glauden attacked Wilson with a knife after she told him to turn down some music that he was playing on his phone. Glauden pleaded not guilty in an initial court appearance last week. And finally, to the state capitol in Albany we go now. Because a nearly $1 billion pipeline project that had been designed to take natural gas from Pennsylvania to New York and New England has now been abandoned. A spokeswoman from Charlotte, North Carolina-based Duke Energy said yesterday that the economics of the 124-mile-long Constitution pipeline project have changed, so the investment is no longer justified. Duke is one of four project partners. The William Coase of Tulsa, Oklahoma, is the principal partner. The others are Houston-based Cabot Oil and Gas and Calgary, Alberta, Canada-based Alta Gas. The Constitution Pipeline was proposed back in 2013 and has since faced legal 
and regulatory challenges, as well as opposition from environmental groups. WKRB News Time now 3.08. We still have a lot more to cover on the update this Tuesday afternoon. That's rather drizzly out there, it's, uh, but it's rain, not snow. This will be a very, This has been a very uneventful winter, so to speak, in terms of snowfall. And we're looking mighty fine on the subways. We haven't said that in a while. Your traffic and weather together is coming up next. And then we're going to talk some sports this afternoon, including how a Bronx Supreme Court judge has granted a protective order for Yankee outfielder Brett Gardner against a fan. We're going to talk about all that in just two minutes from now. This is the update with Brandon Julian, the late edition on a Tuesday afternoon, the day of the South Carolina Democratic debate here on 90.3 WKRB. Keep it tuned in to WKRB. The update returns in a moment. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. I opened a 401k. So you're giving up. Just like that. Giving up on what? I'm getting an inheritance from a distant relative. Don't you think if there were a billionaire in the family, we'd know about it by now? Listen to me. We are one phone call away from riding horses on our own private polo grounds. One call from christening yachts, having a butler using summer as a verb. How do you figure? Look, everyone's got a rich uncle somewhere. It's statistics. So the best thing you can do is just prepare for the inevitable. Right. Which is why I thought maybe it would be smart to take control of my finances. You know, start using a budget, get out of debt, set some retirement goals. Budgets? Debt? You watch your mouth. Retirement shouldn't be a goal for us. It should be a way of life. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by feedthepig.org. Well, I finally did it. I improved my credit score. You're kidding, right? Uh, no. How are we supposed to be the bad boys of electrosynth pop if you're out there being responsible? The band is about to be discovered. This is our year. Uh, yeah, you've been saying that for a while now. You think anyone in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was worried about their credit score? I never really thought that Of we were... course they weren't. Rock stars aren't supposed to think about that kind of stuff. We're supposed to think about how many guitars we've smashed, write aggressively sensitive power ballads, start questionable fashion trends, tragically break up and blame creative differences. All right, all right, just... I thought maybe it was time to take control of my finances, you know? Start using a budget. Get out of debt. Set some goals. A budget? Debt? Set some goals? Listen, I knew that we'd have our creative differences, but I was hoping they'd involve a little more scandal. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Of all the radio stations in New York, we just happen to be one of them. This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for traffic and weather together. WKRB News Time now 312. Let's get you started with a check of the local subways this afternoon. Uh, rarity for a change. All your subways are running on or close to schedule, uh, every last one of them. So we'll take the time to tell you that your end trains still have flooding protection through the spring. The last stop is 86th Street. For service to and from Coney Island, you can use a D, F, or Q train. 
A free transfer is also available between the Avenue XF train station and the 86th Street N train station. It's about a five-minute walk, or you can transfer to the B1 or B4 buses when using your Metro card. For wheelchair-accessible passengers, transfer to the D train at 34th Street, Herald Square, or at New Utrecht Avenue, 62nd Street. Also, accessibility work continues until 2022 on your Grand Central Shuttle. Track 1 is out of service. Tracks 3 and 4 are available. For faster service on 42nd Street, you can use the 7 train, or you can transfer to the M42 bus on the street level. Let's get you a brief check of the roadways if you just so happen to be driving. We'll start in Brooklyn, of course. Route 27 going uh, westbound. There's an accident taking out two lanes. Over near uh, 4th Avenue, exit 2, you have delays backing you up to exit 3 near 7th and 8th Avenues. A little further north on the BQE going westbound, an earlier accident's been cleared between exit 32B at Metropolitan Avenue and Hamilton Avenue at exit 26. You have delays backing you up all the way to the LIE over at exit number 35. Uh, in Manhattan, Maiden Lane is closed between Liberty and Gold Streets and William Street. You have delays backing you up to Water Street. And as you head uh, toward the West Side Highway going northbound, there's an accident there. Over 34th Street, you have delays backing you up to 30th Street. And in Queens, the LIE going eastbound, speaking of, we have an accident blocking the right lane there. Over at exit 21, you have delays backing up to exit 19 at Woodhaven Boulevard. Alternate site parking and meter rules, they are in effect today, and garbage and recycling is on schedule. Let us take a first look right now at our exclusive WKRB forecast. Been outside so far today. You know that we started off relatively dry, but uh, the clouds have gotten heavier and the rain started to move in, but it's not a heavy, heavy rain. It's like a light drizzle-ish type rain. You probably don't even really need the umbrella. You can just, like, grave through it, although we might have a thunderstorm possible in the overnight period, and then our temperatures actually take a dip uh, tomorrow afternoon. Uh, So for tonight, we're going to have some drizzle and some light rain uh, before midnight, then some more light rain likely, also with some patchy fog. Otherwise, cloudy lows around 44. Uh, any rain that falls will be between a tenth will be less than a tenth of an inch. And then on Wednesday, tomorrow for your Wednesday, we'll have a chance of drizzle or light rain in the morning. Uh, otherwise, with some areas of fog, cloudy, our highs will be around 50. Currently outside right now, it is 50 degrees and lightly raining. Our humidity is at 79%. Our winds are currently calm. 50 degrees, we're going down to 44 this evening with that patchy fog moving in and that chance for light rain or a drizzle. WKRB News Time is now 3.15. Now, with the latest scores and highlights, it's time for the sports update. So down in Philadelphia uh, with the Phillies, there's some rumbling going on. It has nothing to do with the actual players that are on the team. The creators of the original Philly fanatic accused the Phillies of, quote, an affront to our intellectual property rights and Phillies fans everywhere with the team's redesign of the 42-year-old mascot. The Phillies unveiled the redesign of the green mascot before their exhibition game back on Sunday against Pittsburgh. 
uh, Philadelphia sued Harrison Eckerson, the New York company that created the Fanatic, last August in U.S. District Court in Manhattan. The team alleged that Harrison and Eckerson, Erickson, I should say, threatened to terminate the Phillies' rights to the Fanatic as of June 15th and make the Fanatic, quote, a free agent unless the team renegotiated its 1984 rights deals. And so the, and so the arguments will go on. Meanwhile, back up here in the Bronx, uh, there's a Bronx Supreme Court judge that has now granted a protective order for Yankee outfielder Brett Gardner against the fan. The New York Post reports that Gardner filed a request last week against Gina Defer-Shariam. He says that she has, quote, harassed and menaced him and his family. Bronx Supreme, Bronx Supreme Court Justice Eddie McShann granted the request uh, yesterday because of, quote, the possibility of injury. Gardner has told the court that Devashariam believes that they have some sort of relationship, but he says that they've never physically met in person. Uh, Devashariam told the Post outside of the courtroom that they met on social media. And so the fears with social media will continue to go on. Finally, this afternoon, let's go out west to Canton in Ohio, where the Pro Football Hall of Fame is going to be holding two induction ceremonies this year. The five modern-day players, plus the two coaches and three contributors elected separately as part of the NFL's centennial celebration, will go into the Canton Shrine on August 8th. Ten senior players, then also chosen by a special committee as part of the centennial, the centennial, I should say, will be inducted on September 18th. The actual 100th anniversary of the league is September 17th. It's nice for them. In terms of today's action, Islanders, they're at home taking on the Rangers tonight at 7, and the Devils are on the road in Detroit taking on the Red Wings at 7.30. WKRB News Time now 319. When we come back on the update this afternoon, it'll be time to talk about our weirder but true stories. We'll tell you how the Leaning Tower of Dallas still refuses to go down. And how an 84-year-old woman, woman is celebrating after she won a new car. I can't I can't do the Drew care. I can't do the prices right voice. <laughs> And then, of course, we'll also talk about what happened on this day in history that's coming up in just two minutes. This is the late edition of the Update, Brandon Julian, on a Tuesday afternoon on the day of the South Carolina Democratic debate. Uh, that's coming all up here on 90.3 WKRB. News for New Yorkers who never saw moving. You're listening to the Update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, 
I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a I sunny porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be. 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. As an 18-year-old, I let my mistakes kind of take over my life. I was 0.5 credits away from completing high school, and I didn't do it. Ten years later, at age 28, Jackie finished her high school diploma. When I found out that I was pregnant, I know that I had to do something for myself if I wanted to make her a better person and provide a better life for her. My family never stopped pushing for me to be better because they knew what I could become and who I could become as a person. My support team is amazing. The educational director, my sister, and even my seven-year-old daughter has just been more than the support that I could ask for. I've been given an opportunity, and I'm just thankful for it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Page in common sense. Page in common sense. Is there any common sense left in the room? This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Welcome back to the aforementioned up to a brand new Julian. Late edition on a Tuesday afternoon here at 90.3 WKRB. All streaming online, WKRB.org. Uh, the month of February is almost over. Really, where is the time gone? It really feels like we have not done. We've not done much in the, on the month of February. Really, it's just flown by before our very eyes. <clears throat> Especially the lack of snow that we've had this winter. You know, there are many stores around the city that like to stock up on winter supplies. And they're taking a profit loss this year because it just is not snowing a bit. Well, I mean, we've had like four inches, but it's barely anything. Uh, But of course, March is about to dawn upon us. And March has been very tricky weather-wise in recent years. Uh... A couple years ago, we had those nor'easters, you know, like back to back to back. And then there have been other marches where it's been relatively calm. So we'll just have to wait and see uh, for now what transpires of March. March is also uh, a birthday month for all the Pisces that I know. That includes my, includes my wife. Uh, I've already... <laughs> I've already, I've already started planning... Uh, birthday stuff uh, for her. Uh, it's going to be its a lot of fun picking all this stuff out. Uh, we'll give you details of uh, the week, uh, the weather ahead and our exclusive WKRB forecast coming up in the next half hour. Our WKRB news time right now, 324. It's time to talk about the weird but true stories we have uh, this Tuesday. We are going to begin down in Dallas. Because the Leaning Tower of Dallas has endured hundreds of blows from a wrecking ball and it's still refusing to come down. The social media sensation, of course, was born when part of an 11-story building 
survived implosion, and it's now set to come down. Dozens of people gathered northeast of the Texas cities as downtown to watch yesterday as a crane was used to batter the former affiliated computer services building. The structure inspired jokes and comparisons to Italy's leaning tower of Pisa when a February 16th implosion failed to bring down its core. Uh, the, the company overseeing the demolition says it may take up to four days. Four days to bring down a piece of a building. <sighs> you sure we can't use one of those thousand pound wrecking balls that can't just bring down like a corner? But then again, I don't work. I don't work in constructions. I don't work in constructions. So what do I know? So why don't we turn finally to something happier in Oxford, Mississippi. There's an 84-year-old woman there that is celebrating after she won a new car. Still can't do the prices right impression. Uh, she won a new car by sinking a putt across the entire length of the basketball court at the University of Mississippi. Marianne Wakefield made the 94-foot putt during a promotional segment at uh, Saturday's game between Ole Miss and Alabama. The crowd erupted into applause. Wakefield flashed an astonished grin after she hit a golf ball that rolled from one end line to the other before dropping into a flag-marked hole. Wakefield's prize is a 2020 Nissan Altima. One of these days, I'm going to get that price and the prices right impression down packed, but then again, I don't know if I'd be able to use it because that kind of stuff is thing by CBS. So one of those things you just have to use it wisely, I guess. Um. <laughs> WKRB News time now 326. Let's talk about what happened on this day in history for this February the 25th. Highlight of his day came in 1964 when Muhammad Ali, then known as Cassius Clay, became world heavyweight boxing champion as he defeated Sonny Liston in Miami Beach. In 1793, President George Washington held the first cabinet meeting on record at his Mount Vernon home. Attending were Secretary of State Thomas Jefferson, Treasury Secretary Alexander Hamilton, Secretary of War Henry Knox, and Attorney General Edmund Randolph. In 1836, inventor Samuel Colt patented his revolver. In 1862, Nashville, Tennessee became the first Confederate state capital to be occupied by the North during the Civil War. In 1901, United States Steel Corporation was incorporated by J.P. Morgan. In 1913, the 16th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, giving Congress the power to levy and collect, collect income taxes, was declared in effect by Secretary of State Philander Chase Knox. In 1954, Gamal Abedal Nasser became Egypt's prime minister after the country's president, Mohammed Nagubib, Nagub, can't get that right, was effectively ousted in a coup. In 1964, Eastern Airlines Flight 304, a DC-8, crashed shortly after taking off from New Orleans International Airport, killing all 58 people on board. In 1986, President Ferdinand Marcos fled the Philippines after 20 years of rule in the wake of a tainted election. 
Karazin Aquino assumed the presidency. In 1991, during the Persian Gulf War, 28 Americans were killed when an Iraqi Scud missile hit a U.S. barracks in Duharan, Saudi Arabia. In 1994, American-born Jewish settler Baruch Goldstein opened fire with an automatic rifle inside the Tomb of the Patriarchs in the West Bank, killing 29 Muslims before he was beaten to death by worshippers. Also at the Winter Olympics in Norway, Oksana Bayul of Ukraine won the gold medal in the ladies' figure skating, while Nancy Kerrigan won the silver, and Chen Lu of China won the bronze. Tanya Harding came in eighth. In 2007, The Departed won Best Picture at the Academy Awards. Its director, Martin Scorsese, won an Oscar on his sixth nomination. And in 2018, China's official news agency said the country's ruling Communist Party had proposed scrapping term limits for China's president, appearing to lay the groundwork for Xi Jinping to rule as president beyond 2023. Uh, China's rubber-stamp lawmakers approved that change on March 11th. WKRB News time approaching 3.30. We still have a lot more to cover on the update this Tuesday afternoon. When we come back, we'll give you a recap of our top story. Just hours after service was restored following a water main break, seven buildings at the Taft Houses in East Harlem are without water again. We'll give you any new details. We'll also give me another check of your traffic and weather together. We'll go to Wall Street. We'll talk some business news that's happening there. Later on, we will talk national news, including how can guns and drinks really mix? An Ohio man is arguing that having a few too many at home shouldn't make, make handling one's own firearm illegal. And at the end of the broadcast this afternoon, according to some biologists at the University of California, Irvine, the veggie-loving monkey-faced prickleback fish could be the new white meat. It's all coming up in this next half hour when we return in just 90 seconds. This is the late edition of the Update with Brandon Julian on a Tuesday afternoon. It's also the day of the South Carolina Democratic Debates. This is 90.3 WKRB. Keep it tuned in to WKRB. The Update returns in a moment. Hi, this is Carvel Gray, and tune in with me on the Soul Jazz Phenom every Sunday from 1 to 3 p.m. Travel through the music world. Some call it old school. Others call it classics. You'll hear artists like The Temptations. Donnie Hathaway. Herbie Hancock. In each program, we'll profile an artist like Nina Simone. Much more than this, I did it my way. And Marvin Gaye. Oh, what's going on? What's going on? So you'll be crazy not to tune in every Sunday from 1 to 3 p.m. right here on 90.3 WKRB and uh, WKRB.org. 
The new sound of college radio. Something everybody can listen to. Oh, yeah. This is 90.3 WKRV, Kingsboro Community College, Brooklyn, New York. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a warm fleece on a day. Football I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. You're listening to Brooklyn's Best Rhythmic Station, 90.3 WKRB with Brandon Julian. Now, the update continues on 90.3 WKRB. It's everything that you need to know because anything can happen in New York. And good afternoon again, everyone. Welcome back to the update on a Tuesday afternoon. I'm Brandon Julian. Thank you so much for staying with us. Let's get you a recap of our top story this afternoon out of East Harlem. There are, uh, we said before, that just hours after service was restored following a water main break, seven buildings at the Taft Houses in East Harlem are without water again. According to WABC, a new break is affecting service. Over 2,300 residents have been without water since 11.45 a.m. this morning. Plumbers and NYCHA's emergency management teams, among others, are on site and working to resolve this issue. A water truck is also on site and water stations are in the process of being redeployed. You may remember back on Sunday, an 8-inch water main ruptured, leaving nine buildings in that complex without water. The service was quickly restored to six of them, but close to 1,000 people were still left without heat, water, and hot water until this morning. And officials have not yet given a timetable for when this new break will be repaired. That is our top story on the update this Tuesday. Let's get you around the city as we're about, we're in the pre-dawn PM rush. Not sure if that makes any sense. WKRV News Time is now 335. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for traffic and weather together. Let's get you started again with a check of the local subways. All your subways still are running on or close to a schedule, every last one of them. So we'll again take time and tell you that your end trains have flooding protection through the spring. Last stop is 86th Street. For service to and from Coney Island, you can use a D, F, or Q train. A free transfer is also available between the Avenue XF train station and the 86th Street N train station. It's about a five-minute walk, or you can transfer to the B1 or B4 buses when using your Metro card. For wheelchair-accessible passengers, transfer to the D train at 34th Street, Herald Square, or New Utrecht Avenue, 62nd Street. Also, accessibility work continues until 2022 on your Grand Central Shuttle, Track 1 is out of service. Tracks 3 and 4 are available. For faster service on 42nd Street, you can use the 7 train, or you can transfer to the M42 bus on the street level. Let's go back over to the roadways. Uh, We'll go to Manhattan to start on the FDR Drive going northbound. Right lane is blocked between exit 15 at 106th Street and exit 16 at 116th Street. 
Uh, you have delays backing up to exit 11 over at uh, 53rd Street. In the Bronx, I-87 going northbound, there's some ramp restrictions over at exit 7 at the Cross Bronx Expressway and the ramps to the George Washington Bridge. You have delays backing up toward the Bruckner Expressway and the RFK Triborough Bridge. I-95 going southbound, there's an accident taking out the left lane over to exit 1 near the Major Deegan Expressway and I-87. You have delays backing up toward the Bruckner Interchange over at uh, exit number six alternate site parking and meter rules they are in effect today and garbage and recycling is on schedule let's take another look right now at our exclusive wkrb forecast the mild weather that we have we're going to keep it for another day but it's not going to be great it's going to be rainy and drizzly and uh, as we head into friday rather windy but uh, it's over the weekend our temperatures will be below normal Haven't really said that in a while, Uh, but it's a brief spell. We're going to rebound all the way up to 50 degrees by the time next Tuesday comes around. Next Tuesday, by the way, is the start of the spring semester at Kingsborough. Where's the time going, folks? Soon it'll be summer again. and Boy, can't we all wait for summer. For tonight, we'll have some drizzle or light rain. Likely in the evening going toward the overnight with some patchy fog. Otherwise cloudy, lows around 44. Any rain that falls will be less than a tenth of an inch. Tomorrow for your Wednesday, we'll have a chance of drizzle or light rain in the early morning with some areas of fog. Otherwise cloudy, your highs will be around 50. Wednesday night, we'll have showers and possibly a thunderstorm uh, a little after midnight uh, with areas of fog, lows around 41. Any rain that falls will be between a quarter and a half inch. And then on Thursday, we'll have another chance of showers in the early morning. Otherwise, partly sunny, highs around 48, but it'll be breezy. Uh, West winds around 15 to 25 miles per hour. Currently outside right now, it's 50 degrees still and lightly raining. Humidity is at 79%. Our winds are southeast at 6 miles per hour. 50 degrees, we're going down to 44 this evening with that light rain and the patchy fog starting to move in. WKRB News Time is now 3.39. Let's talk some business news on this Tuesday. Stocks are continuing to slump on Wall Street and bond prices are continuing to soar as growing fears that the widening coronavirus outbreak is going to stunt the global economy as manufacturing and travel get choked off. The losses come a day after the market's biggest drop in two years. Investors plowed money into low-risk U.S. government bonds, sending the yield on the 10-year Treasury note to a record low. MasterCard and United Airlines are also growing, uh, joining a growing list of companies, warning investors of the virus's impact on their finances. Travel-related stocks took another dropping, bringing the two-day loss for American Airlines to 16%. Taking a look at the numbers right now, with 20 minutes left toward the closing bell, the Dow Jones Industrial Average is down another 3%, down 879 points to 27,081. The S&P 500 is down nearly 3.3%, 105 points. 
And the NASDAQ is down a little over 3%, down 275 points. And down in Washington, the National Transportation Safety Board says that the driver of a Tesla SUV who died in a Silicon Valley crash two years ago was playing a video game on his smartphone at the time. Chairman Robert Sumwalt said at the start of a hearing today that partially automated driving systems like Tesla's autopilot cannot drive themselves. Yet he says that drivers continue to use them without paying attention. He says that the board made recommendations to six automakers to stop the problem and only Tesla has failed to respond. The board will determine a cause of the crash at the hearing and make recommendations to prevent it from happening again. WKRB News Time Now 341. When we come back on the update this afternoon, it'll be time to talk some national news, including how an Ohio man is arguing that having a few too many drinks at home shouldn't make handling one's own firearm illegal. But we will lead off at the site of tonight's Democratic debate. And Tom Steyer says he's ready to stick to his task of taking on Bernie Sanders directly. We lead off with that in just one minute. This is the late edition of The Update with Brandon Julian on a Tuesday afternoon here on 90.3 WKRB. News for New Yorkers who never stop moving. You're listening to The Update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Attention men under the age of 35. You know what really impresses the ladies? When a guy has a few drinks and later gets pulled over for buzz driving. That could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. There goes let's grab dinner and a movie. Oh, I know. You drive more carefully when you're buzzed. You've proven that hundreds of times. A woman admires that kind of confidence. And you've practiced how to speak if a cop does pull you over. Slowly, clearly, and politely like, good evening, officer. A woman admires that kind of foresight. And what woman doesn't find it adorable that you call it buzzed even though the law calls it drunk? You could kiss $10,000 goodbye, along with any chance of having a girlfriend. Because nothing says, I'm a catch, more than a guy who lives in his parents' basement and calls it my place. Buzzed, busted, and broke. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Listen to us on Mixcloud to learn more about the stories that matter to you. And did you miss out on any episode of The Update? Listen to us anytime at Mixcloud.com slash the WKRB Update. Welcome back to The Update. Brandon Julian here at 90.3 WKRB. We are also streaming online on WKRB.org. Our WKRB news time is now 3.43. It's time to talk some national news on this Tuesday. And we are going to begin down in Charleston, South Carolina, the state that is home to tonight's Democratic presidential debate. California billionaire Tom Steyer says that he's ready to stick to his task of taking Bernie Sanders on directly in tonight's debate. Steyer told the Associated Press today that he felt it, quote, important 
to draw distinctions between what I stand for and what he stands for. Steyer is among the candidates who have been portraying Sanders' policies as too extreme for the country in an effort to stop the Vermont senators' momentum after several early voting contests. Tonight's debate is being held in South Carolina, which holds its primary on Saturday. In other news this afternoon in Washington, the Supreme Court ruled 5-4 to four to close the courtroom door on the parents of a Mexican teenager who was shot dead over the border by an American agent. The court says five conservative justices ruled today that the parents could not sue Border Patrol agent Jesus Mesa Jr., who killed their unarmed 15-year-old son back in 2010. Justice Samuel Olito wrote for the court that while the case is tragic, the case is tragic, but that strong border security and international relations issues led to the ruling against the teens' parents. Uh, Justice Ruth, Gator, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, however, and her three liberal colleagues dissented. WKRB News Time is now 3.45. Out in Columbus in Ohio, uh, there's a man that's arguing that having a few too many drinks at home shouldn't make handling one's own firearm illegal. The state Supreme Court heard arguments today for and against Fred Weber's arrest. His attorneys say that his arrest was unconstitutional because he was in his own home and the weapon was unloaded. A filing with the Ohio Supreme Court says whether someone is intoxicated or sober should have nothing to do with having a gun at home. Prosecutors, however, are arguing that Weber was not exercising his right to bear arms in a gratuitous manner by holding a weapon while intoxicated. We'll be back with more national news in just one minute. WKRB News Time is now 346. Well, Jason, I've got to tell you, you're pretty much everything this company is looking for in an entry-level candidate. Great. Your resume isn't quite what we're used to, but you've got a fantastic work ethic. Thank you. And I'm impressed by how you carry yourself. So, should we talk about the job? Uh, what? The job? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I have no way of recruiting or even meeting you. This interview didn't happen. It may sound ridiculous, and that's because it kind of is. There's a huge pool of talent your company is missing out on. Meet the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. Man, we really could have used him. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. WKRB News Time is now 347. Overseas in New Delhi, the president is traveling in India. And he's now trying to minimize fears about the coronavirus spreading rampantly in the United States. He says that the situation is, quote, very well under control in our country. At the same time, the administration is asking Congress for an additional two and a half billion dollars for preparations in case of a widespread outbreak. 
Trump addressed the issue at a news conference in New Delhi following meetings with India's prime minister. Trump says that the U.S. has very few people with coronavirus. The United States has just 35 of the more than 80,000 confirmed coronavirus cases worldwide. Again, it's still taking its effect on the markets. Dow Jones Industrial Average down right now 861 points. That's a little over 3% with about 12 minutes left to the closing bell. And finally, this afternoon, uh, the president is also now refusing to speak out about a controversial new Indian citizenship law, excuse me, that has sparked some deadly protests in New Delhi as he wraps up his visit to the country. Trump says that he will leave questions about the law to India. He spoke after at least 10 people were killed in violent protests during his two-day visit. Trump says that he raised the issue of religious freedom with India as his prime minister, and he insists that Narendra Modi was, quote, incredible on the subject. The law provides fast-track naturalization for some foreign-born religious minorities, but not Muslims, raising fears that the country is inching nearer to a religious citizenship test. We will talk about some of the celebrity birthdays uh, happening today when the update with Brandon Julian returns in just 60 seconds. Hey, everyone. You know, let's all stop what we're doing right now and take a moment. That felt good, huh? Just like that, we had a nice special sort of moment together. Of course, they don't all need to be quiet moments to be special. They could be loud moments, goofy moments, sporty moments, dorky moments. Moments where we talk or walk or just hang out. It doesn't really matter. They all count. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. (laughs) Sounds like somebody agrees. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Today, call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. From New York City, doing business in the same location since 1904, this is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. This is the update, and it is time to talk about our celebrity birthdays. Actress Anne McCrea is 89 years old. Actor Tom Courtenay is 83, and so is former CBS newsman Bob Schieffer. Actress Diane Baker is 82. Actress Karen Grassi is 78, and so was former talk show host Sally Jesse Raphael. Former professional wrestler Ric Flair is 71, and so is humorist Jack Hansey, Handy. Movie director Neil Jordan is 70. Rock singer and musician and actor John Doe from X is 67. Rock musician Dennis Deacon from The Smithereens is 63. Rock singer and musician Mike Peters from The Alarm and Big Country is 61. Comedian Carrot Top is 55, and so is actress Veronica Webb. Actor Alice Denisoff is 54, and so is actress Tia Leone. Actress Leslie Boone is 52. Actor Sean Austin is 49, and so is singer Daniel Powter. 
Latin singer Julio Iglesias Jr. is 47. So is rhythm and blues singer Justin Jeffrey. So is rock musician Richard Lyles. And so is actor Anson Mount. Comedian and actress Chelsea Handler is 45. Actress Rashida Jones is 44. Country singer Shauna Thompson from Tompkins, Thompson Square is 42. Actor Justin Burfield is 34. So are actress James and Oliver Phelps from the Harry Potter movies. And so is actress Jamila Jamil. And rock musician Eric Hager from Carolina Liar is 33. Those are the celebrity birthdays for this February the 25th. According to some biologists at the University of California, Irvine, uh, the veggie-loving, monkey-faced, prickleback fish apparently could be the new white meat. We have some honorable mentions to tell you about when the update with Brandon Julian returns in just 60 seconds. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, We'll probably stay together. Probably? (laughs) It's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, You should wait 30 minutes. Mm, Okay, (laughs) tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Brandon Julian from New York, the real mall of America. This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Welcome back to the update, Brandon Joy, near 90.3 WKRB. You're also streaming online on WKRB.org. Hard WKRB news time now, 3.55. Just enough time left this afternoon for just a couple of our honorable mentions. Apparently, uh, according to some biologists out of the University of California, Irvine, the veggie-loving, monkey-faced, prickleback fish Apparently could be the new white meat. Uh, Researchers say that the funny-looking fish that dwells in tide pools off of the west coast of the United States could be the secret to human survival amid the rising global temperatures. According to a study published in the Proceedings of the Royal Society B, the fish whose scientific name is, I'm not even going to say it because I can't pronounce this, V... It just has a digestive system... (laughs) That is similar to that of humans. It's also among just 5% of the 30,000 fish species that are vegetarian. The monkey-faced prickleback can live on land for up to 37 straight hours, thanks to its ability to breathe above water. And in the past decade, it has become a culinary delicacy. Uh, Someone said that the taste is usually actually delicate and mild. So who knew? 
Uh, finally, this afternoon, we've been talking about the corona, the coronavirus fears. And there's a, SW- a Chinese SWAT team that is now practicing how to take down uncooperative victims of the coronavirus in a staged incident. In the video, a driver wearing a mask is stopped by police in the exercise. Uh, the man starts to drive away, but he's soon stopped by a police van. Officers wearing uniforms and carrying shields can be seen uh, surrounding the driver's car. And when the driver gets out, he takes his mask off. Officers then throw a net over his head, and he's grabbed by several of them. He's even taken away as the team disinfects the shields by spraying them. The video was posted to the Chinese microblogging website Weibo and TikTok by the Tongbai Country Municipal Public Security Bureau. Uh, in this post, the Security Bureau wrote, quote, To win the epidemic defense, Tongyang police had armed exercises. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. Who knows? WKRB News Time, now 357. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for traffic and weather together. Final check of our rail conditions. You're heading out to the subways right now. All your subways, every last one of them, they are running on or close to schedule. So we'll tell you again, your end trains have flooding protection through the spring. Last stop, 86th Street. For service to and from Coney Island, use a D, F, or Q train. Also, accessibility work continues until 2022 on your Grand Central Shuttle. Track 1 is out of service. Tracks 3 and 4 are available. For faster service on 42nd Street, you can use the 7 train, or you can transfer to the M42 bus on the street level. Alternate side parking and meter rules are in effect today, and garbage and recycling is on schedule. Final look at our forecast tonight. We're going to still have some drizzle or light rain, likely, with some patchy fog. Otherwise, it'll be cloudy. Our lows will be around 44. Any rain that falls will be less than a tenth of an inch. Tomorrow for your Wednesday, we'll have a chance of drizzle and light rain with still some areas of fog. Otherwise, cloudy. Your highs will be around 50. And then on Wednesday, for Thursday, I should say, we'll have a chance of showers, mainly in the early morning. Otherwise, partly sunny with a high around 48. It'll be a little bit breezy, though. West winds around 15 to 25 miles per hour. Currently outside right now, it is 50 degrees and raining. Our humidity is at 76%. Our winds are currently calm. 50 degrees, we're going down to 44 this evening with that chance of light rain and that patchy fog. Our thought for today is from Herbert Spencer, a British philosopher, uh, born in 1820 and died in 1903. Our thought for today is hero worship is strongest where there is least regard for human freedom. I'm going to let you guys ponder on that as we say in the words of Walter Cronkite, that is the way it is. Tuesday, February the 25th, 2020. That is the update on this Tuesday. I'm Brandon Julie. We appreciate you joining us, hoping you hoping that your news is good news. Uh, for all of us here at WD Caribbean, just slip us around the umbrella for another day or two um, because you might need with those chances for rain. And also be sure to move your car before you head out to work tomorrow out of the garage unless your car is already outside. Uh, have a good one, everyone. See you tomorrow for the updated two.